Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are now tuned in to the Asian Madness Podcast. A podcast where we discuss all things true crime, mysterious, morbid, and odd from the other side of the world. I'm your host, Jessica. Please sit back, relax, and let's dive into this week's topic. Hi, everybody. Before I begin, as always, I have a promo to play for you. This is the podcast, another true crime podcast called Whining About Crime with your host, Bonnie. Take a listen. Hello, I'm Bonnie Lee of Whining About Crime, a story-driven true crime podcast created here in Canada. I try to examine the elements of a crime and how the motives, the victims, and sometimes even the accused stories can teach us something about ourselves and the people we encounter. Can we learn something that can be applied to our own lives? Well, there's only one way to know. You'll know that you found me when you hear me say, please, don't leave me. First of all, Bonnie has a wonderful voice, and her episodes are always very well written and very well delivered. So if you haven't checked out her podcast yet, please do so. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's begin this week's episode. The seventh lunar month, a time when the Chinese believe the gates of hell open, freeing souls from its fiery depths. Prayers and a variety of food, hell money and gifts are offered to deceased family members and wandering spirits as they roam the very streets we walk. This festival is known as Chong Yunjie or Yulanjie but mostly referred to as Kuijie, the Hungry Ghost Festival. Many people adhere by a set of unspoken rules that may sound bizarre to the skeptic, but these practices put the minds of many believers at ease, knowing that they will be protected from malicious spirits. Some individuals believe that by stepping on offerings burnt for the spirits, one would offend them, and misfortune would befall the offender. Are these mere superstitions, or is there an otherworldly force at work? Welcome to the Asian Madness Podcast. So, I know I say this a lot, but I've been thinking about doing an episode on today's topic ever since I started my podcast. 
I am glad I waited because it has worked out pretty great, timing wise. You see, in the Chinese calendar, the dates are always about a month off from the calendars we usually use. So, say today is August 24th, 2018 in the Gregorian calendar, but in the Chinese calendar, it is July 14th, or rather the 14th day of the 7th month. So why do I say it has all worked out perfectly? Because according to the Chinese or lunar calendar, the entire seventh month, Gregorian calendar-wise, from August 11th to September 9th, means one thing. This is the time where the doors to the spirit world opens up, and it stays open for a whole entire month. Knowing how superstitious Asians can be, get ready to hear about the story behind this so-called Ghost Month, what to do, what to avoid, and so on. If you're secretly wondering if this is kind of like Halloween, I'm going to say probably not. This ghost festival can be rather intense, and although we have festivals and whatnot, it is mostly done to appease the spirits in honor of them, so they can leave us alone for the rest of the year and for them to feast on our offerings. This Ghost Month tradition originated from the Greater China area, so basically any country with a large Chinese population or heavily influenced by Chinese culture are likely to be aware of this, as in Hong Kong, Singapore, Malaysia, and Taiwan. Okay, with that said, let's start from the background of this weird month. There are many reasons why the seventh month of every year is considered Ghost Month. Or some similar variation of this, there are three origins to this ghost festival slash ghost month. The first one derives from Taoism, which is a Chinese religion and philosophical tradition that puts major emphasis in harmony and Tao, which literally means the way. Taoism began sometime around the fourth century BCE. So yes, it's been around for quite some time. According to Taoism, there are three demigod-like characters who are sent to Earth, and their job is to take note of everybody's conduct. I know it sounds a bit Santa Claus-like, which yeah, kind of, but not entirely. The birthdays of these three demigods are the fifteenth of the first month, the seventh month. And the tenth month in the Chinese calendar, on the fifteenth of the seventh month is when the three demigods take out their big book of names for both deceased humans and animals, circle those who are going to hell, stay in hell, and put a check mark next to those who have been decent and may enter heaven or paradise. So, if you're wondering what we mortals have anything to do with this, here it is. Our job as mortals is to set up offerings, which is usually a huge table full of food and essentials, then pray and chant and perform certain Taoist rites, so our ancestors and ghosts who need a good word put in for them can get sent to heaven. Imagine you have an ancestor who might have been a criminal. In that case, they wouldn't be eligible to enter heaven. So by having their descendants, well, plead with the gods. There might be a chance we can change their minds and forgive our ancestors. 
something like that. The second story comes from Buddhism. The 15th day of the 7th month, the same day as the previous story, is a day known as Ulambana Festival. Because this is a Buddhist belief, its roots are traced back to India. So according to the story, there was once a man who became one of Buddha's disciples. Once he understood the whole concept of Buddhism and reached the highest level, he decided to go to the world of the dead and check in to see where his parents were. His father was in heaven, but his mother was not so lucky. When she was alive, she had been very greedy with money and was not very kind to people. Once she passed away, she was sent to the realm of hungry ghosts, where she would forever be hungry, but whenever food went into her mouth, it would all crumble and turn to dust. To help his mother, the man visited Buddha, and Buddha told him to make offerings on the 15th day of the 7th month, and with that merit, the man finally freed his mother from her personal hell, literally. This is something that is celebrated in many parts of Asia, mostly where Buddhism is practiced, including Japan. This day for Buddhists sort of became the day where you honor and remember your parents. The last one is the one most often seen and the one most people know of, at least in China and Taiwan, which would be linked to old Chinese folklore. So the story goes, on the last night of the sixth month of the Chinese calendar, the gatekeeper of hell will open up the doors that connect the spirit world to our world. When this happens, the hungry ghosts pile into our world and are not forced to leave till a month later, when the gates finally close. During this month, the spirits are allowed to return to their families and loved ones, where the living will prepare offerings for their deceased loved ones. But there are also those who don't have families and are forced to roam the streets alone and looking for friends. But these are the ones you will need to be aware of. So it sounds a bit chaotic, I know. A world where spirits are hungry for our human bodies and soul, but at the same time we can't see them, so we can't really avoid them. Oh wait, but we can. I've compiled a list of the most common do's and don'ts when we are in the midst of this ghost month. So listen up. Maybe it'll even save your life. Asians can be very superstitious. And honestly, no one wants to die from a ghost-related death. At least I don't. Many of the ones I will mention are considered a taboo most of the time, but especially so during the ghost month. Number 10. Avoid doing laundry in the middle of the night. It's not the washing itself that is not a good idea, but the part where you have to hang the clothes up to dry. If you listen to my episode about hotels, well, you know how having clothes hung up in closets invites ghosts to go live in them? It's a similar concept. When you have clothes hanging in the middle of the night, you're inviting them in, as in they're usually hung up in the form you would wear them. And that's exactly what the spirits are likely to do. Another version goes, since the gates to hell are open, the lonely ghosts roaming the streets might find your hung-up clothes inviting, so they're likely to attach themselves to it for warmth and comfort. But I suppose you can always throw your clothes into the dryer, if you have one. Number 9. 
Do not whistle or make excessive noise in the middle of the night. People whistle to get the attention of other people and animals, and in a similar way, whistling can catch the attention of those not from this world. They might think you're calling out to them, and once you've got their attention, they'll be hanging around you for a while. Making excessive noise in the middle of the night is also not a great idea. There is a ghost and spirit summoning ritual in Thailand where a person has to sit in the center of a crossroads in the middle of the night. They will need to use a pair of chopsticks and bang really loudly on a bowl until they finally get the attention of hungry ghosts. In other words, don't go around attracting extra attention. Plus, it makes you look desperate. Number eight. This is a very unpopular month for moving into new houses or even buying a new home. This is for real, though, as I've heard people actively trying to avoid moving into new places during Ghost Month, fearing that with all the spirits wandering around, they will unknowingly move in with a bunch of other uninvited guests, which would not be cool. If you cannot avoid buying a new home or moving into a new house around this month. Then some people may even seek the help of monks and such, have them bless the house, or hold a ceremony before moving in. Number seven, refrain from snapping photos in the middle of the night. Remember, I mentioned the whole deal with yin and yang in the hotel episode. The midnight hours or nighttime is a time where the yin is at its peak, meaning the time where spirits are most likely to roam. And since it's a sensitive period, it'll be even more likely that you end up snapping a shot of something, only to realize, "Hey, who's that? That guy wasn't there when I took the photo." It's said that if you do accidentally take a photo of something that wasn't there, it'll bring bad luck to you. Rather not risk it. Number six. It is preferred to avoid hospitals and all major surgery during this month. Of course, no one's going around getting sick on purpose, but this is mostly a warning for people to take extra care of their bodies around this time. When you're weak, spirits are more likely to sense it and try to cling on to you. Remember, humans are the yang and spirits are the ying. The lower your yang is, it is easier then for them to hold on to you. Hospitals are also seen as very dark places filled with negative energy, so spirits and ghosts are likely to hang around hospitals. By getting admitted to a hospital, it just means you're in constant contact with these spirits, and they are more likely to get attached to you. Number five. Sometimes you're walking down the street and happen to find a wallet or an envelope with cash on the street. You may or may not think you got lucky and decide to take the money, but please don't take what isn't yours. This is obviously something you should never do, but even more so during this period. You honestly can never know who this money belongs to, or if there is any negative energy attached to it. Sometimes this money has a purpose that is beyond our world and our understanding, and if you upset whom it belongs to, then you're in for a treat. Number four, avoid water activities in lakes, oceans, or rivers. As you've heard me mention multiple times already, these are dangerous times to be out and about. 
The thing about bodies of water is that you cannot see what's underneath the surface. There is a specific kind of spirit that we call the water ghost. This is the kind of spirit that dwells in the depths of any body of water, and when they want you, they will reach up and take you down with them. Some say that these are the spirits of those who died horrible deaths, whether from murder or suicide, and they are forced to relive their death all the time. In order for these spirits to find peace, they have to take the life of a living human, and in exchange, they are free to move on to the afterlife. Of course, this is largely associated with bodies of water because you cannot see what's underneath the surface, which in turn makes it a lot easier for spirits to do their thing. Number three. If you happen to be in some remote area or walking alone in the middle of the night, beware when you hear someone calling out your full name from behind you, or if someone you're not expecting taps on your shoulders. It is said that these are the spirits that have targeted you and are trying to get your attention. They wait until you're finally alone and in a vulnerable situation, and once you acknowledge them, they will have their way with you, probably killing you and taking you with them. There is also an extra bit of information regarding this. It is commonly believed that people have three torches burning around them, one above their head and one on each shoulder. These are the fire torches that keep us alive, that keep us healthy. If you turn around when a ghost taps your shoulder, you are at risk of having one of your torch extinguished, meaning you get weaker and you lose life. I actually hear this a lot, and a lot of people get upset when others come up behind them and clap their hands on their shoulders, either trying to get their attention or trying to scare them. Number two. Similar to the previous one, don't go around calling other people's full names or anything like that in the middle of the night. Even if you aren't trying to scare them, you will unknowingly let spirits know other people's full names, and that makes it easier for them to get attacked. Kind of like finding a human for them to harass, or even worse, try to take over. Number one. Under no circumstances are you to dishonor the spirits by stealing from offering tables. I mentioned in the beginning that these are times where people set up offering tables for the spirits and gods to feast on, and so yes, there will be lots of food and lots of items. This food does not actually go to waste, so don't worry about that. But before people can consume them, there has to be a special ceremony or ritual with incense and the sort. If the food and items are taken prior to this, then it is considered unclean, harmful, and possibly even cursed for humans. Greed never works in anyone's favor, so please stay honest. So the ones I mentioned are the ones I hear of most often, and no, not in any particular order. I'm sure these superstitions and traditions were taken more seriously back in the old days. But it definitely still exists today. Remember how I kept bringing up the importance of the fifteenth day of the Ghost Month? Well, guess what? Tomorrow is Saturday, August twenty-fifth, which is the fifteenth of the seventh month in the lunar calendar, meaning the gates have been open for half a month already. On the day the gates of hell opened, as in August eleventh, 
A man was doing an island tour on his motorbike in Taiwan. He was riding along a provincial road when a bus cut to his lane, slowed in front of him to pick up a passenger. He was unable to stop in time, and his motorbike smashed into the back of the bus. Parts, both motorbike and human, flew all over the place. The kilometer sign indicated he was at four 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 point nine. The number four sounds like the word "death" in a bunch of Asian languages, including Mandarin Chinese and the local Taiwanese language. Coincidence? Hmm, maybe. The point is, news reports will always include the fact that it is Ghost Month, and this may or may not serve as a purpose and a warning for readers to be even more careful. So there you have it. The month of the ghosts and a brief origin and a not to do list. Yes, I know I am Asian, but I never really experienced any of the things I mentioned above, so a lot of this was new to me as well. My family was never really into that, as in we never had the whole offering tables for ghosts, nor did we burn any incense or honor our ancestors. I guess we just weren't very traditional. I wonder if my ancestors resent me for this. Anyway, I hope you all stay extra safe this month and don't go around causing trouble. Maybe you guys aren't superstitious or Asian, but that doesn't mean the ghosts are not interested in you. Till next time. I would just like to say that this episode is pre-recorded, so if there were any shoutouts, I wasn't able to shout any of you guys out, and I apologize for that. This episode is uploaded as I'm still in Australia, and I didn't really bring my mic with me because that would be too much work and too heavy. So I hope you guys are okay with this, and I will resume to shouting you guys out. Next episode. So thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Asian Madness podcast. Please help me by rating, reviewing this podcast. If you're on social media, please look for me under the handle Asian Madness Pod. If you have any comments or suggestions, do not hesitate to write me at asianmadnesspod at gmail dot com. I truly appreciate each and every one of you for being here. I am your host, Jessica. Till next time.